1: so glad that the Lord allows uh, us to come and talk to you guys today and to go through the book of Psalms. And, you know, we we call these songs of the night because that's what Psalms are. They're songs that were written. They were saying and uh, they were saying to God or from God's people, singing them out to the Lord, learning, growing. That's what we're trying to do. And we're on Psalm 119. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, uh, verses 145 through verses 152. And we're excited about that. We're excited about uh, this starts talking about prayer. We've been talking about listening, doing all that. And now we're going into prayer, and that's pretty cool. And uh, with me, as always, is my friend Stephanie Wesco. Good morning, Stephanie.
2: Good morning, Doug.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking, tell me why I don't like Mondays, man. Mondays are tough. So there's a lot of people saying, wow, it's Monday already. Man, the days, you know, my mother used to say the days are slow, but the years are fast. And uh So Stephanie, here we are. And I want to share my, you might be a knucklehead from the knuckleheaded moment. You might be a knucklehead if, and uh, you might be a knucklehead if you brag. People on Facebook, you know, look at my new car. Look at this. It's the best thing I ever had. This is, that always drives me crazy. I have an awful lot that I could probably brag about, but I don't think it's God's will for me to brag. I think it's okay to you know, point out, God bless me with something. But I think when bragging becomes your life, you might need a tune-up with God's word. Mm. That's all I'm thinking. It might make you a knucklehead. Stop it. Stop bragging. And, uh, you know, some of you people out there, your your kids would be out of diapers, you know, by the time I get to start at two months, you know, <laughs> talk, <laughs> talking at six months, kindergarten at 18 months. Yeah, c- come on, folks. And, uh, but anyway, here we are. And, and, and then food that's right with God. So, you know, food that I have, God has been so good to me food wise and, and, and I love food and I'm a foodie and things of that nature. And some things I'm much more attractive to than others. And one of those things is I'm a sandwich guy, but I don't like eating the bread anymore. So the other day I was in, uh, you know, and I'm not one of those guys. I know in past 10 years, anybody who says they're gluten-free, you wonder, are you really, you know, do you really have a problem with gluten? You know, I passed the celiac test, the blood test or whatever it was they gave to me. But when I don't eat gluten, I feel better. So I do eat gluten. I have cereal. I do have a piece of bread here and there. But the other day I went to Jimmy John's. They got one down the road about a mile. And I got what they call an unwidge, which is any of their sandwiches wrapped in lettuce. I thought it was right with God. So I got a Hunter's Club, which is roast beef and provolone cheese or something like that. That thing was right with God. So you may be a knucklehead if you brag all the time, make other people feel bad about what they don't have, or you're just a bragger and people don't like braggers, you know? And Mm. then food that's right with God is unwidges. Try an unwidget, Jimmy John's. Tell them Doug sent you. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's where I'm at. So, Stephanie, we've been cranking along in Psalm 119, and, you know there's been a common thread over and over again about us getting closer to God. There's been a common thread mm-hmm. about us being in God's word. There's been a common thread about faithfulness and trust and mm-hmm. all those things that give us a better relationship with God.
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so and I think we see more of that as we go into prayer. So the next thing that God wants us to know is we need to pray more and you know, folks, I'll tell you, I'm always in need of prayer from other people, but especially myself, I need to have that communication with God. I don't want mm. someone else doing my dirty work. I don't want someone else doing my praying. I don't, I don't want that kind of thing. And, uh, but anyway, here we are. We're in Psalm 119 and verse 145, and it said, And I cried with my whole heart, Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statues. I cried unto thee, Save me, and I shall keep thy testimonies. I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried, I hoped in thy word. Mine eyes prevent the night watches and I might meditate in thy word. Hear my voice according unto thy love and kindness, O Lord. Quicken me according to thy judgment. They draw nigh that follow after mischief. They are far from the Lord. Thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are true. Concerning thy testimonies, I have known of old, and thou hast founded them forever. Here we go, right into prayer, Stephanie. What are you thinking?
2: Wow. I think um, I think of the hymn that says, "Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer that calls me from a world of care and bids me at my father's throne. And that that whole concept of coming before God and having a place of sweetness there. Yeah. Um, we're told in the New Testament to come boldly before the throne of grace that we may find help in time of need. And that's what this section's about. Um this this psalmist is he's in the he's in the valley. You know, he's in that that place that night where weeping is enduring for the night. And I think there's something incredibly comforting about the place, about the fact that we may be in a place where we can't cry out to anybody else, Mm. but we can always cry out to God in the middle of the night when it's dark, when everybody else is asleep and you're awake and you're messed up, you can talk to Jesus. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: And just knowing you can do that, knowing He cares. Mm hmm. Knowing what that's all about and and, and knowing that, hey, I cried with my whole heart. What a way to go to God. I'm wholeheartedly, I'm all in. You know, I'm crying with my whole heart. And uh, I'm praying with everything I got. You know, it's so real to me. I'm knowing. I think when you get to that place where you talk about praying with your whole heart, crying out to God, doing those types of things, I think when you get there, uh, you're in a place where it's about God in you. Yeah there's no one in yeah. between you at that point. Yeah. You know, so right now there's a young man and some of you may have saw this who follow me on my Facebook page. And, but there, there's a young man that I dealt with in PTSD training back in 2015. And, and, uh, this young man, he, he didn't get saved. He's a Marine who went through a bunch of stuff in his life and seemed like a decent guy. And he got all hooked on alcohol and drugs and just got as far from God as you can get. And right now he's sitting in the hospital, his liver's gone. Uh, his pancreas oh. is gone. Uh, I mean, they're, they're trying to find something good in him. His, his liver's, you know, completely shot. He's yellow. Uh, he He's just waiting to die. You know, he's in his yeah. 20s. He just he decided to go wholeheartedly with drugs in the world and stuff like that. And here he is sitting there at the end of his life with people trying to share the gospel with him, trying to do these things with him. And, and it's breaking my heart that he's there. Yeah. But I got to tell you what. It's all about decisions in this life. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and and the psalmist right here is making a decision that I, I'm all in with this prayer. What does all in with prayer mean to you, Stephanie?
2: Wow. Well, it means that, first of all, you're making a choice to draw nigh to God. It means you're making a choice to have fellowship with God. You know, God won't force himself on us. Right. But he says, if we draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to us. And making that choice of God, I want to know you. And you know we pray, choosing to pray, you know I, it's it's funny, but you know you can pray anytime while you're doing anything, you know you can be praying while you're washing dishes, you can be praying while you're driving in the car, you can pray while you're talking to someone on the phone i can't tell you how much that happens where i'm crying out to god um in my heart while i'm talking to someone with my mouth <laughs> and just that constant seeking him you know where are praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit becomes a reality in the sense of you're constantly talking to him you're constantly spending time with him and then those seasons when you're truly in every sense going before his throne for others or for needs or whatever. And, and just seeking him, seeking to know him and walk with him.
1: Yeah. And and in those times where thing is, where things are, are just nowhere you can go. Yeah. There's just nowhere you can go. I mean, but God, and uh, there's, there's just nowhere, you know, where do I go? Just God. I mean, yeah. That's when you wholeheartedly pray, and I, I, I think there in one forty-seven too. You know, as we, as we keep on, I presented the dawning of the morning. I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried. I hope thy word mine eyes prevent the night watches. And and I mean, it's like I'm praying without ceasing. I'm up all night. I'm doing what God's word. You know, over in Thessalonians, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. God says to always pray to be in that prayerful. Now, obviously, we can't spend. 24 hours a day praying we have to work we have to eat we have to do those types of things to stay alive but we certainly can be in a prayerful mode 24 hours yeah. a day and and, yeah. and here the psalmist is saying man this is a bad night so what do i do i i don't go down to the bar and grill i don't i, I don't go over here i don't go over there i don't do this you know what i'm doing i'm just praying yes and i'm just going to keep praying you know it's i'm going to see the morning come up and i'm still going to be praying yeah. And, and I think that's what's happening here. I think that's what uh, the psalmist is saying is, listen, I don't care. I'm all in this. I'm going to pray. You know, I'm yeah. going <clears> to <throat> pray without ceasing. And, and then as you go on, and look at 149. That really had an effect on me. And right in my Bible a little while ago, I wrote the word love. Look what it says. It says, Hear my voice according unto the love and kindness. O Lord, quicken me according to thy judgment. And it's talking about praying is an act of love with God. It's, it's saying love, you know, what, what represents love? Uh, in this case, I think praying does. Mm. Praying tells God, Hey, I love you. You know, it's the middle of the night. Things are going bad. Things are upside down. The world is crazy, but you know what? I love you enough where I'm just going to sit here and pray. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to come out of this, but I'm going to just sit here and pray yeah and uh i i think that's kind of what i'm catching here and and you know then if you look at at 150 to 152 it's it's praying it's talking about praying with your eyes open and uh, thou art near O lord and thy commandments are truth and 151 concerning thy testimonies i have known of old that thou has founded them forever 120 Mm -hmm. drawing close there the mischief it's knowing Everything, you know, we're not praying and hoping God can hear us. We're not praying and hoping God might listen to us. We're praying knowing that the greatest God, the loving God, the true God, the God of all creation, the God of all the universe, the God of all of us can Mm -hmm. hear us. We're praying with our eyes wide open, knowing that God's the one who can change things.
2: Yeah. Well, that he not only can but he said, You know, the, I always am going back to the promises of asking it shall be given you, seeking you shall find. And when we're seeking God with all of our hearts, when we're asking Him to work in our lives and to show Himself real to us, He will. That's a promise He makes. And to be able to stand on that is huge.
1: Yeah, it is big, it's great. It's uh, You know, there's certain things you stand on in life. There's certain things you can say, you know, this is my wife. This is my husband. This is my son, daughter, parents, whatever. From the time you're little, you think your dad built the whole world. You think your mom's the smartest person you ever met, whatever the case may be. But the reality of growing up and hitting that age of accountability and going through the junk that a lot of people on this podcast have heard uh, and seen and went through and witnessed and the flashbacks and all the craziness But knowing there's one, my eyes are open and there's one that can help me through this. I think that's what this is all about. Yeah. I think this is all about knowing. I think this is all about trusting. I think this is all about all those types of things. You know, I think that's what this is all about. And uh, I think that's what we're seeing here. And and you know honestly, Stephanie, I mean you're coming out of Africa. You live out of Africa. That it's well documented. Your story's well known. It's it's on YouTube. Your testimonies are out there, things of that nature. But when the sensationalism, when the craziness, when the memorial services are over, when the funeral services are over, when uh, you know when they buried dear Charles's body, when when everything's said and done, that's really where you need the prayer. Yeah,
2: yeah, the prayer ongoing makes massive difference and I think that's a burden just doesn't disappear and I think that that's another reason God gave us the local church he gave us the body of believers so we have friends and um we should be you know if if the Lord's taught me anything else through this is when he lays someone on my heart to pray for them it's real I need to stop and pray for them because it Being on the end of receiving those prayers, I firmly believe looking back those times when I was suicidal, those times when I was done, there was somebody praying for me. Somewhere across the world, there was a brother or sister in Christ who was praying for me at that moment. And when God lays it on your heart to pray for someone, and you may not know why you may just be like, whoa, I need to pray for them. This impression from God, the Holy Spirit, lays it on your heart. You better stop and pray for them because you don't know the difference you could be making in their life.
1: Exactly. And, and you know, how many times have people said I was praying for you and in the midst of all that you're like, wow, you you wouldn't believe what I was going through while yes. you were praying for me. Yep, and, uh, exactly. You know, I wrote this pastor last night who's dealing with this former Marine and uh said, hey, I've been praying for you about two hours. You've been on my heart. And he wrote me back and said, for the last two hours, I've been in his room. Wow. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, just trusting God, praying to God, knowing those things. And, you know, prayer prayer groups matter. You yes. Know, and having intercession and having those church, having someone to pray with. You know, yes. I think everybody needs a prayer partner. I think everybody needs a friend, too. I, th- I think more than just your spouse, more than just your parents, I think somewhere at your local church, somewhere along the way, even if they're a 1,000 miles away, someone you write on Facebook that you're, uh, I'm not going to say what you're telling me to pray for to everybody in the whole world. I'm not going to put a prayer request out on Facebook. I'm not going to be the first one to post so I look like I know more about you than everybody else. I'm just going to pray for you. Yeah. And I'm going to check on you and you're just going to pray for me. Everybody needs that person. Yeah. And we don't need the knucklehead who, you know, who gives prayer requests as rumors, you know, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, pray for Joni. You know, I saw her going out with the new guy, even though she's still married or, you know, (laughs) listen, folks, don't, that's not what it's about. You know, prayer is, is an intimate thing. It's as intimate as you can get with God. You know, on this side of heaven, that's as close as you're going to get to God is you're communing. And, and this guy's, you know, he's crying out. He's he's praying, you know, without ceasing. He's he's praying because he loves God and trusts God. And uh, he's praying with his eyes open, knowing that God alone can save him. God alone can change him. God alone can bring him there. God alone can get him through. And yeah. I think that's the crux of this whole thing, you know, is, is what is prayer? You know, I I think that question needs to be asked. What's prayer? And and so asking you, Stephanie, what's prayer?
2: Prayer is fellowship with God. It's it's interceding on someone else's behalf. It's it's a conversation. You know, I used to look at prayer. I mean, not that there wasn't serious serious times of prayer before, but since um, since Charles died, you know, prayer is prayer is just me talking to Jesus communicating with him talking to him and finding comfort you know there's there's a real a real sense and does it take away everything no <laughs> it doesn't take away any um doesn't take away any of certain aspects and yet it's a place of comfort it's a place of um, quietness refuge and a, where I can go yeah a place i can go and I can cry and I don't have to worry about being judged for it. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a safe
1: place. That's what I was going to say. There's safety in prayer. And, and you know, prayer, not only uh, exactly what Stephanie said, communication is needed both ways with God. You read God's word, you hear from God, you pray to God, he hears from you. Yeah. And, you know, prayer goes up to God and it goes out to the world and in good works and love and and it helps us and, and things of that nature. I mean, it's just huge. And, uh, what prayer can do for you, the difference that prayer can make. And, uh, uh, I, th- I think that this is what I think. I think my day, my week, my life, my marriage, my relationships, my driving, my everything is blessed when I pray to God. Yeah. I think when I get snooty or I get mad or I get overwhelmed I can take that out on other people or I can just pray and say, God, take that away from me because we all get there. We're all there. You know, in my life, there's things that I do that, you know, that I purposely do to try to feel better and act better and be a decent human being. And uh, the biggest part of that is prayer. Biggest part Mm -hmm. of that is listening to God's word, reading God's word. And, and more importantly, talking to God, Mm-hmm. those are the biggest parts. And I think that's what we're seeing here in the word of God, folks, if you want to make a difference, I mean, you need to have that time with God. Uh, you got to fit that in. And I mean, people hurt us. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. I was talking to a pastor's wife and she was downloaded rightfully. She wasn't doing anything wrong. I had asked her some questions on some of the things people were putting her and her husband through in church. And I could see the pain when it hurt her husband and it hurt her kids and, those things she was going through. But then she stopped right in the middle of all that. And she said, you know what? But there's always God, you know, and, and I just pray to him and, and he makes me feel better. And I start mm-hmm. my day by lifting my husband up and lifting my kids up and lifting my friends up and lifting my parents up. And there's always God. And and yeah. folks, there's always God. You know, if you got anything out of today's po- podcast, there's always God and he cares. And you got to ask the question and, what a terrible lead into our song! But does Jesus care? And the answer is yes. He cared so much that he died for your sins. Yeah. So listen to this song. Uh, we didn't write it. Uh, Stephanie did uh, perform the uh, arrangement of it a little bit differently. I really love that. But this is our song. Does Jesus care? And ask yourself the question: Does Jesus care? He does care. And uh, and listen to everything Eric's got to say. Listen, folks. We don't just put that out there as part of the production. That. This is what you need to know to accept Jesus Christ. We put that out there so that you can accept Jesus Christ and be saved and not only have life, but have life everlasting and not only have life everlasting in life, but have life more abundantly. We love Mm -hmm. you folks. If we can do anything to help you, make sure you get a hold of us at Helpful Wounded Spirits. You give us a call. You do those types of things. Thank you. Have a great day.
3: Mirth and song as the burdens press and the cares distress, and the way grows weary and long. Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief when the days are. Does jesus care when i've tried and failed to resist some temptation strong when for my deep grief i find no relief though my tears flow To me, and my sad heart aches till it nearly breaks. Is it ought to?
0: is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus name while believing in your heart and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today.